It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Carolyn Hudson, registered dietitian nutritionist, and I'm co-hosting Dishing Up Nutrition today with Kara Carper. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing education and life-changing nutrition counseling. And I just want to say good morning to all of our listeners. My name is Kara Carper, licensed nutritionist. And it's good to be back with you, Carolyn. Yeah, thanks. Beautiful day out here today in Minnesota. Today, Carolyn and I are talking about teenage acne. It's a really relevant topic to both of us. Yes, and very (laughs) emotional, isn't it? It really is. So let me ask you, if you have ever had an acne breakout just before a special event, you know, I bet many of you can identify with that. I know that Kara and I both have stories, but before we tell you ours, I want to know, how did you or do you actually feel when you have a breakout? I know some of my clients tell me they are so embarrassed that they just want to go and hide. Oh, I can identify with that. And I'll be sharing my story, you know, probably in about 10 or 15 minutes. But In fact, according to the American Academy of Dermatology, over 50 million Americans suffer with acne. Even more surprising is the fact that 95% of all people will experience acne at some time in their life. You know, acne is the most common skin condition. And not only does it physically affect you, but it can also really emotionally affect you, which is what we just mentioned. When you have acne, when you have pimples, whether it's face neck, back, really chest, could be anywhere in the body. Um, Self-esteem can be really low because oftentimes people just believe I'm not as attractive as I would like to be. Self-worth kind of goes down. People are looking at me. It's very Yeah, it can be, you feel Mm self-conscious. Having acne can even cause depression and anxiety. And I still remember the anxiety that it caused me when I was a teenager and it was kind of at the worst. That was a long time ago, and I I still remember those feelings. Yeah, I I identify with that as as well. Lots of anxiety. But, you know, as nutritionists, we know that acne is really more than skin deep. And it was very interesting. While I was researching for this show, I came across a great quote from the website One Einstein. And it goes like this. Sugar and spice and all things nice may be what little girls are made of. But we can equally say that milk and sugar and all things sweet, that's what little pimples are made of. That's such a perfect phrase, really, for what we're going to be talking about today. It's it's a good segue because, I, you know, the show is geared towards teenage acne. Um, what we're going to be talking about, actually, you know, if you're an adult with acne, tune in as well. Perk up your ears because it's the same recommendations. But I'm sure both parents and teens are asking, how did this acne start? 
why did I get that pimple? Why am I having these breakouts? Yeah, I think the most important piece of understanding how the acne starts is really understanding and knowing how inflammation in the skin starts. Because really, it's all about inflammation. Mm -hmm. It really is. So first, let's talk about the skin. You know, our skin has glands that secrete an oily substance. People have probably heard of this. It's called sebum. The sebum becomes inflamed, causing the glands to go into overdrive and produce more of that sticky sebum that combines with dead skin scales and then clogs up the pores. That's actually what starts the acne breakouts. Research has shown that it's the inflammation of the sebum that triggers acne. Um, not necessarily bacteria, like we always hear about. It's inflammation triggering acne. Bacteria can sure add to that problem and cause more inflammation, but it's not actually the cause. It doesn't start the process. Yeah, right. So, Kara, I think it's really important to understand how the inflammation of the sebum actually gets started. And believe it or not, it all boils down to sugar. And I bet our longtime listeners are saying out there, oh boy, I am not surprised at all. These girls are going to be talking about sugar again. We're blaming sugar as the cause of acne. So let's just paint a picture. You get home from school, you know, you're thirsty, you're hungry. Maybe you reach for a soda, a bag of chips. You know, I hear about teens Mm -hmm. grabbing soda and chips. That type of a snack is going to turn into a lot of sugar. Yeah, but what about things like pizza or pasta or bread? Exactly, Carolyn. So it's not just, I guess, maybe soda and chips are more obvious forms Mm -hmm. of things that are sugary or turning into a lot of sugar. But you're exactly right. It's... It's also things like pizza. Believe it or not, pizza does have a lot of sugar. Pasta turns into several cups of sugar. I believe three cups of pasta have 25 uh, teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. And even a simple sandwich with two pieces of bread could easily turn into 12, 10 to 12 teaspoons of sugar. So, And that sugar... Or glucose in our bloodstream. That's what actually triggers the release of insulin from our pancreas because our bodies, they don't like to have sugar circulating in the blood. And we need the insulin to help get that sugar into our cells for energy. But when we eat too much sugar, that all that glucose doesn't get into the cell for energy because there's just too much of it. So that leftover sugar in our blood is what causes that inflammation. So inflammation causes acne because it irritates the glands, causing more sebum to produce more sticky oil. So that's really what clogs up the pores and gives us a breakout. It's all starting with that inflammation. A lot of it's coming from sugar intake. Yeah, that really makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot Mm -hmm. of sense to me. I hope that listeners out there, uh, if they have questions about that, uh, they'll call us and and ask uh, more questions uh, to help clarify it. But that I thought that that painted a good picture. But another thing, um, you know, insulin growth factor one, which is actually a hormone, has also been shown to increase acne. So elevated insulin levels from eating that a lot of sugar, that's a going to increase that insulin growth factor, one, or that hormone. 
And this is really not a problem if you only have the occasional soda or donut or something like that. Um, but it becomes a much bigger issue if you eat a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. sugary foods. So there's a really easy way of thinking about this. Sugar is sebum. Mm. and Sebum is oil, right? So anytime you drink soda or eat a donut or chips or that pizza or pasta or too much bread like we were talking about, you are adding sebum to your face, which makes it more likely that you are going to get acne. I really wish that I would have known that sugar is sebum when my acne was really bad. Um, You know, and there's research about this. Of course, I had never heard about it until recently working here. But the published published research about insulin growth factor hormone, you know, related to diet, um, the research specifically touches on dairy products. So this is really interesting. Dr. Lauren Cordain from the University of Colorado found a link between dairy and acne. And he pointed out that dairy products cause the production of a hormone called insulin growth factor, which can result in acne. And he's, this is Dr. Cordain's quote, a number of dermatologists who take their acne patients off of dairy, um, you know, their patients have their acne clear up. Yeah. So, Kara, another reason we get acne is because of our gut health. As we mentioned before, you know, sugar also feeds Bad bacteria. We've talked about that in many of our uh, previous uh, shows. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we have bad uh, bacteria in our gut and we eat too much sugar, that bad bacteria, you know, is fed by that sugar. And when we have more bad bacteria, guess what? We have more inflammation. That sounds like a pretty vicious cycle, doesn't it? Well, it really does. And, you know, we're going to go to break here in just a minute. And when we come back, I'm going to talk more about my story. But I sure would wish that I would have not only known about the sugar and diet connection to the sebum and acne, but also about the gut health connection to acne, Um, you know, and how do we take care of that? Well, we'll talk more about this after break, but it's by getting enough good bacteria to support our intestinal tract. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And we're talking about acne. Acne is one of the most common skin diseases, and we both have our own personal story. Teenage acne can be one of the most real problems for a teen. And today we want to share some sample solutions for you. So if you have questions for us, please call us at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Carolyn Hudson today, also nutritionist. And our talk today is about teenage acne, and we're talking about the diet connection with acne. Um, You know, I'd like to, Carolyn, is this a good time for me to share my story? Oh, yeah, I think so. Listeners will love to hear personal stories. Okay. I mean, people want to know that we understand where they're coming from. And like we touched on earlier, it is a really emotional type of a condition to have because it is such a, you know, affects our outer appearance so much. Um, I started getting acne. A lot of people have that in high school. For me, it was in college. So I think that's pretty, you know, typical. And that's common as well. Yeah. I was about 19. Um, But 
so I first went to a dermatologist when I thought, oh, this is getting really bad. I'm sure I tried some over-the-counter creams first that just weren't working. So then I started getting the more, the harsh prescription, like oh, that, yeah. the Retin-A, where you use it and your face gets red and you can't really be in the sun a lot and there's a lot of peeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of success with that, but there were some kind of nasty side effects from that as well. And then I just kind of kept going with some different topical solutions. And then it was recommended to me that I try antibiotics. Oh, yes. Okay, because what do antibiotics do? Mm -hmm. Well, they kill off bad bacteria. They also kill off the good bacteria. Right. Which is not a good thing for our intestinal health. And we're going to talk quite a bit more about that. I didn't know that at the time. Um, And then, you know, that actually wasn't working very well either. So then... I'm not really familiar with the prescription that I was given, but I know they said, oh, it's used for bladder infections. Oh, really? Like a wow. sulfa type of mm-hmm. a medication. Yeah, sulfa drugs. Yeah. So I don't know what the connection was with that. Again, probably killing off good and bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. So some of you may have heard of a product called Accutane. Oh, yeah. So that's I, a really strong prescription, yeah. right? Right. Um, I realized the severity of like how kind of toxic this prescription was when I was asked to get a pregnancy test before I could go in each month and refill my prescription mm-hmm. because um, there's a chance of birth defects. That's got to be pretty bad for you. Yeah. So that I thought, ooh, what what is this thing that I'm taking? And um, I had a little bit of a success with that. Of course, it was so strong. My goodness. And in hindsight, I would have done everything differently. But no one mentioned diet to me. No one, you know, talked about, gosh, what are you eating or drinking? Could that be affecting your skin? And my diet at the time was not great. I it was a very typical college diet. There was some beer involved. There was quite (laughs) quite a bit of sugar In the forms of sugar, you know, I was drinking soda at the time and Mm -hmm. eating sweets, probably not as many sweets as other forms Mm -hmm. of sugar, like pizza. Were you doing the ramen thing? Yep. I was in the dorm room and we had a hot pot with ramen noodles and Uh macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. So that turns right into sugar. That's all sugar and a lot of pizza and eating out sub sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Lots of bread. Lots of bread, chips, lots of kind of bad fats, Mm -hmm. bad fats. And lots of high-carb sugar foods. Oh, it's juice. I was a big juice drinker. Oh, and a, a big cereal eater. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, of course. Of so course. there you go. <laughs> Typical college diet, right? Yeah. But, you know, Carolyn, um, it was a very emotional time for me. And there were, t- when I would have really bad breakouts, there were times when I didn't even want to go out with my friends to social events. If I had a presentation coming up. I it would I would be so much more nervous than if I just had a presentation with clear skin because all I could think about was my face. Yeah. It affected my dating life. Somebody may ask me out on a date and I would say no because I would think, what if I start dating this person and I get worse acne and they'll see me? Oh, yeah. Well, stress, we know, is really hard on our bodies, too. And then yeah. top it off with eating poorly. <laughs> exactly. So I won't go on anymore, but I wanted to share my story. And, you know, we help people that have the similar situations. 
with their skin. So if you feel that a consultation would benefit you, if you are struggling with acne, our office number is 651-699-3438. And we would love to work with you to help get your your skin cleared up. We work with a lot of teenage clients and uh, on their skin. And as I, as Kara was telling her story, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I have like three or four clients who have come to me recently about either that they're on antibiotics for the acne or the Accutane. And one of them had the wherewithal or maybe, I think it was her mom actually, there's an avid listener said, oh, maybe before you start taking that, you should have a consultation. And so, yeah, so I was really happy to see her, see her. But um, before we went to break, we were talking about good bacteria. And some of that good bacteria would be something like acidophilus. So that's lactobacillus acidophilus Mm -hmm. and bifidobacteria. Bifidobacteria is a whole large family. These are really good probiotics. And we can get them, uh, we can also get probiotics from fermented foods, um, but also supplements. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Right. So, so far we've talked about the sugar connection We've talked about the poor gut health connection to acne. Another factor that people might not be aware of or think about is constipation when it comes to digestive health. Constipation is we consider having less than one bowel movement per day. That's an indicator of not having great intestinal health. Yeah, maybe think about it this way. If we don't have a regular bowel movements every day, we're not eliminating waste products from our bodies. You know, when I'm working with a client who suffers from constipation, of course we look at what they're eating, um, but we end up frequently recommending a mineral called magnesium. Most people find a lot of success when they take our mixed magnesium. It's made up of magnesium glycinate and magnesium citrate, and help. it really can help people's constipation. Yeah, and magnesium, you know, is a mineral that about three out of four people don't get enough of from our food. And it really helps uh, uh, relax uh, and calm our bodies. So if you're constipated, it can help you relax your muscles and works as a mild stool softener as well. I know I take mine before bed every night because it also helps me get a good night's Mm -hmm. sleep. And I love that part. I do the same thing. I take 400 milligrams before bed every night. But also, it does help keep me regular Mm -hmm. as well. Exactly, yeah. So when people have a conversation about acne, they usually talk about what sort of creams or medication they're going to try next. Uh, we, you know, we're really here today to let you know that the creams are not the solution. Lotions, potions, and creams don't fix the problem. They are just a Band-Aid treatment. The real cure for acne is at the end of your fork, mm-hmm. not from a prescription pad. That's right. And, of course, I can really relate to that statement, Um I even into my 20s, I still was struggling with breakouts because I had not changed my diet because I had still had not heard about that connection. And I was at that point using things like proactive through the mail, which got kind of expensive. And I kind of I just wish a doctor or dermatologist or esthetician would have mentioned that 
diet connection. Um, you know, all those things were just kind of masking the problem. So it looks like it's time for us to go to our second break. We'll talk more about inflammation and acne when we come back. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And before we go to break, I just want to take a minute to promote our weight and wellness series. Learning how following an anti-inflammatory eating plan of real foods will increase your energy, boost your mood, decrease those achy joints and muscle pains, help you sleep better, improve digestion. In fact, we have a whopping 94% of our class participants see health improvements, and we believe you can too. Through our six-week weight and wellness class, you're going to learn how nutrition can help manage or reduce symptoms associated with uh, fibromyalgia or celiacs or heart disease or imbalances. So if you have questions for us today on our topic on acne, please call us in studio, 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before our commercial break, we were talking about our six-week weight and wellness series. But for those of you who would like to come in from out of town for a weekend with your friends or family member, we also offer our signature weekend weight and wellness series. And this series helps students understand the connection between what they eat and how they feel based on the biochemistry of cravings and metabolism. And the information is taught over a weekend in order to accommodate schedules that are not conducive to our usual six-week format. Registration for class is from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that includes a light lunch on Saturday and a snack Sunday. Our next series, our weekend series, is Friday, July 17th. So it's, you know, starts Friday night at 6 p.m. It's going to be in our Maple Grove office. And you can register for this on our website, weightandwellness.com, and just go to nutrition classes and then select weekend weight and wellness. Or if it's easier, you can always enroll by calling our office, 651 699 3438. So, Kara, I. Uh, would really like to share one of the uh, amazing testimonials uh, from one of our participants from this series, the Weight and Wellness series. You know, Amy, she was struggling with high cholesterol, high glucose, high triglycerides, and she had painful headaches and even gallstones. She told us her life totally changed after going through the weekend seminar. She said, quote, Eating the weight and wellness way was the only thing I changed. And within three months, I saw amazing results. Her health numbers significantly improved. Her glucose dropped from 99 down to 91. Her cholesterol from 206 to 156. Her triglycerides from 163 down to 63. Mm. And she lost 10 pounds. She decreased her body fat by 4%. Oh, and oh, yeah, she had less headaches and now sleeps better. All from taking that weekend series. One of those things would be a positive change. But to have all of those in three months, that's phenomenal. I mean, we do hear stories like this. Yeah, we do. We hear it all the time. We have great testimonials. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, We had started talking before break about food solutions Because, you know, for you listeners, what you're putting in your mouth or what your teenagers are putting in their mouth, 
That's the real culprit for acne breakouts. So you're probably wondering, what should we be eating to avoid acne? Yeah, so so far in today's show, we've shared how things like sugar and soda increase inflammation in the body, which can then lead to more acne. But it's not just the cake and cookies and the sugar causing problems. Lots of other foods turn into just as much sugar as that piece of cake. There was a study in the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics in 2012, and it kind of grabbed my attention. Researchers found that three out of four foods hidden in supermarkets had hidden sugars and were considered to be high sugar foods. So a lot of the so-called healthy foods that people think are healthy end up having as much sugar as a candy bar would. So, for example, cold cereal, if you're eating cold cereal for breakfast, did you know that two cups of cold cereal contain 15 teaspoons of sugar? And that's actually going to be more sugar than most candy bars would have. Yeah, some of my high school clients still grab for a lot of those convenience foods, you know, that are high in sugar. Some examples I hear about are things like bars and smoothies, you know, and everyone really thinks that Cliff Bars are healthy, but they have around 13 teaspoons of sugar and some of them are soy-based. And research really has found that soy is not a very good protein source if someone has inflammation mm-hmm. or acne. That's right. And if you order a small banana berry jamba juice smoothie, that has approximately 15 teaspoons of sugar. That's in the small size. I mean, that's something that could certainly be causing more acne. Yeah, you know, that sugar really adds up so quickly. And I think it, it catches a lot of our clients by surprise. And I just heard a podcast about sugar. And some parents might remember reading or watching the Laura Ingalls Wilder series, Little House on the Prairie. Sugar was so scarce and expensive in the 1800s. Um, and in the year 1820, the average American ate only two teaspoons of sugar per day. So Laura Ingalls Wilder would have had a piece of candy at Christmas uh, and maybe for a birthday, one or two pieces of candy per year. And I bet she, her face didn't have any <laughs> Probably <acne>. not. <laughs> um, you know, fast forward to 2017. Sugar is cheap. It's easy to come by. It's actually everywhere. It's hard to avoid. The average American eats over 60 teaspoons of sugar wow. per day. Okay, now that's an average. Some people are eating more. Some people are eating less. 60 teaspoons per day. That's not just a piece of candy here and there. Um, sugar is pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so what should we be eating to help clear up those acne break- breakouts? I suggest that instead of cereal and milk, which is something that you probably had when you were in college, Mm -hmm. I did. I I had, I mean, I think I had Cheerios because I thought Cheerios was healthy because it didn't have, you know, it wasn't like Fruit Loops. Mm -hmm. Right. But I didn't know that it still had two cups or, you know, two cups has a lot of sugar. Two cups has 15 teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. So I recommend instead of that cereal and milk to either have a hard boiled eggs or maybe some turkey breakfast sausage. We have a great recipe on our website. 
um, add a little, a small piece of fruit and a handful of nuts, which is that healthy fat, right? That's going to save you some time in the morning. And I know I cook up um, a whole dozen hard-boiled eggs at once so that they're ready mm-hmm. and easy to grab uh, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Great suggestion. And then, you know, like the turkey sausage patties for breakfast, those can be made up in advance as well. Yeah, that's and you true. You just yeah. heat those up in the morning. We had a request to give ideas today for some dairy-free meals and dairy-free snack ideas. Because remember, dairy can aggravate acne in some people. Um, and so on our website, which is weightandwellness.com, you can find our protein shake recipe And there's a dairy-free version as well that just eliminates the yogurt. So there's no yogurt in that one. And there's a little bit of extra protein powder and some extra full-fat canned coconut milk. I make this every day. That's actually what I had for breakfast this morning, the dairy-free version. And I love it. It's easy and it's delicious. Yeah, our smoothie recipes are so different from many other smoothies. Things like the jamba juice or fruit juice type smoothies, those are really full of sugar and they're going to cause more breakouts. Our um, smoothie or shake recipe has protein. We call it a protein shake for a reason. Mm -hmm. It has a healthy fat and a very small amount of fruit. So it's really low in sugar and is not going to cause that inflammation. Another recipe that I really like, and I think a lot of teenagers would enjoy this, it's this was something that would replace a Cliff Bar or a granola bar that would be high in sugar. It's the oatmeal almond ball recipe. That's also on our website, weightandwellness.com. It has rolled oats, some protein powder, almond butter, a little maple syrup, but all in all, it's very low sugar. And it ends up to be the perfect grab-and-go snack for teens on the run, going here and there to sports. They actually are best if you can keep them in a cooler with an ice pack, though. Mm -hmm. Another dairy-free snack um, could be like a nitrate-free beef or turkey sticks. I recently found some turkey cranberry, uh, which I absolutely love. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, And cut-up veggies and holy guacamole packets. That's nice and easy and convenient. Mm -hmm. They're portable, Mm -hmm. and avocado is a wonderful, healthy source of fat. Right. Carolyn, you were talking earlier in the show about how dairy products like milk, cheese, yogurt, cottage cheese, and ice cream, they what they do is they cause an increase in that insulin growth factor hormone. That's that hormone we were talking about that's going to make acne worse. As a nutritionist, if your teen is struggling with acne, I really recommend that you have them take the, uh, the four to six week dairy-free challenge. So if they eat dairy-free, if they commit to that for at least one month, that means getting rid of milk, cheese, yogurt, cottage cheese, and ice cream. And they also really need to reduce their sugar intake. We are fairly certain that they would see an improvement in their skin. Most yeah. people do. Yeah. If we're clear skin, we we really have to reduce our sugar intake. Um, but then trying that dairy-free diet and maybe drinking lots of water because water increases cell growth and cell regeneration. Plus, it helps the body get rid of toxins and keep the bowels regular. Um, being constipated, again, leads to toxic buildup and breakouts. Mm-hmm. 
So, wow, I think we're here. It's time. On our way for our last break, (laughs) right? (laughs) But we have break news. Next week, all of our Nutri-Key products, such as GLA and the Bifido and Omega-3 and others are on special for our listeners. You're going to save 15% on each Nutri-Key product. So it's time to stock up on your favorite supplement. Hey, Cravings, what's up? Not you, because I'm taking you down. Oh, didn't see that coming? Because I've always buckled under your pressure? Well, this is my house now. So bring it, ice cream. You want a piece of me cake? I see you in the pantry, potato chips. See, this super chick got herself to nutritional weight and wellness and learned that cravings aren't a willpower thing, more like a blood sugar, mineral deficiency, digestive thing. And eating in balance slays the beast. Animal protein. Healthy fats. Vegetable carbs. The Temptation Taming Trifecta. Make you shrink and me shine. Do I feel deprived? (laughs) Not when I'm armed with my nutritional weight and wellness num-num chucks. So step off, cravings, or I'll swing you into oblivion. I guess I better clean this up. Learn how to conquer your cravings with the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. Visit weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before break, Carolyn mentioned that all of our nutritional weight and wellness Nutri-Key products are going to be on special at 15% off. And we're really proud of the quality of these supplements. And we know clinically that they help people feel better. They're very effective. If you ever have any questions about our supplements, you can call our knowledgeable front desk staff, 651-699-3438. And also, if you have a question on our topic today, which is teenage acne, call the studio at 651-641-1071. And we had just started touching on how important water is when it comes to having clear skin. It's it's a really big topic. We've had several radio shows in the past that specifically focus on water. And most tap water has a lot of chemicals, a lot of substances that we don't want in our bodies. And we feel that some sort of, of purification or filtering system is really necessary to reduce these chemicals. Yeah. Hey, listeners, have you been reading about how unsafe some of the tap water is in many communities? On May 2nd, in fact, the Natural Resources Defense Council released a report that if you live in the United States, there's a one in four chance your water is contaminated. And remember, the Flint, Michigan story, that was really very recently, and I think they're still struggling out there. Um, Their water supply had lead, nitrates, arsenic, and other contaminants that are really harmful for your health. So water is really an important issue to consider, and filtered or purified water is the safest kind of water to drink. Water really helps to keep our skin well hydrated. And as far as how much water, we should all be drinking about half of our body weight in ounces every day to really have great skin. And, you know, in working with clients, we know that not everyone is there. So if you're drinking three glasses of water and a bunch of coffee and soda and juice, you just need to kind of gradually increase that water intake. Right. So today, you know, it's going to be like a hundred, I heard. And most people think that, oh, that's when I really need to drink uh, more water. But on a day like today, you're probably even going to need more than usual. So 
So if you weigh 120 pounds, you should be drinking about 60 ounces of water every day. Um, And that's about a half a gallon of water every day. Mm-hmm. My, my clients go, oh my gosh, I don't drink anywhere mm-hmm. near that mm-hmm. amount. Um, but, you know, many teens, what they're mm-hmm. drinking every day is soda, energy drinks, sport drinks, and milk, but very, very little water. So make sure your teen has some kind of a portable bo- bottle or uh, container that they really like using and remind them to keep it filled with water Take it, take it with them to school and to their other activities. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting with a client. It was um, parents that came in with a preteen, and we were talking about water. And you know, they decided at the end of the appointment that they were going to go to Target and have this this gal pick out a water bottle because she's like, ah, there's nothing that I really like that's in the house. So that's a good idea. Have them choose it, something that they can see themselves Mm -hmm. using every day. Right, exactly. So, Carolyn, back to a little bit about gut health or intestinal health and the relationship between poor gut health and acne. What can people do to fix their poor gut health and heal their acne? Well, a great way is to add in some of that good bacteria or probiotics to the diet. Um, and you could take some supplements if you don't think you're, you know, going to be eating enough of those fermented foods on a daily basis. It's really is a good idea to take a supplement. Mm-hmm. I know I take both bifido mm-hmm. and acidophilus almost daily. Well, definitely. I, mean, I do too. Daily. I do too. And, you know, I think we do it sort of as a prevention because it's good for immune system and it's mm-hmm. good for basically everything. But right. Particularly if you have acne, this is a really important one, but you want to get a good quality probiotic. Not all probiotics are the same and not all are going to be effective. You know, I've had clients that bring their probiotics in for me to look at. Maybe they purchased it at a drugstore or a grocery store. And a lot of times what I see is that it's the wrong strains in the wrong amounts. And sometimes we can even just tell that it's poor quality. Our products are very high quality. You can also talk to your chiropractor or naturopath. They often have practitioner brand supplements. Some health food stores will have good quality probiotics as well. So, you know, if your teen has been on antibiotics for acne, it's a must for them to take a probiotic supplement to offset the damage to the gut that is done by those antibiotics. Mm -hmm. There was a client of mine, I just want to share this story because it sticks in my head. This was a a male teenager I met with a couple of years ago, and um, his parents brought him in for an appointment. The reason for the appointment was he was losing weight quickly because he was to the point where he could hardly eat anything. Um, His system, he'd pretty much acquired a food sensitivity to just about every type of food couldn't hold anything down as far as he was having terrible diarrhea several times a day and really bad stomach pain. So was this the person you were telling me about who uh, took all those antibiotics for acne? That, yep, that actually is the same person. And what happened is he'd gone to the dermatologist for acne and was prescribed some pretty strong antibiotics for the acne long term. And we know that the antibiotics killed off bad bacteria and at the same time killed off good bacteria. 
um, without enough good bacteria, he was unable to digest very many foods. And it took him a long time to heal that process. He had to take a lot of this good bacteria. We're talking about probiotics. He ended up eating gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, real restrictive diet. And we had to reintroduce foods slowly um, to make sure he could tolerate foods. Oh, Kara, I can't tell you how many clients come to see me with gut problems that actually came from antibiotics they had to take. And, you know, it's important to understand that sometimes you really do need an antibiotic if you're sick, but you also need to replenish that good bacteria in your gut. Mm-hmm. So aside from the bifidobacteria and the acidophilus that we mentioned, there are some other supplements that can be really helpful for acne. Since we know that acne stems from inflammation in the skin, omega-3 fatty acids are they're very inflammatory. They're also missing from the average diet. They're and, very anti-inflammatory, right? Yeah. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Did I say in... I, I don't know. I didn't hear okay. anti, so I just want to make omega, sure. That... Yeah. Acne stems from inflammation and omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. So it's basically fish oil and we recommend at least three soft gels per day for reducing inflammation. Yeah. Um, so uh, another uh, another one that's missing from our diets is uh, GLA. Um, that comes from borage seed oil or evening primrose primrose oil. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know we got to remember that hydrating lotions and potions and creams are probably not going to be the answer. It's food is the answer exactly. So let's recap. What did we talk about today? We talked about some of the things that cause acne, like sugar, soda, cereal, pasta, because they often lead to inflammation of the skin. We also talked about damaged intestinal tract that cause acne. If you can get rid of your constipation um, and too much uh, of that bad bacteria in your gut, that will help improve your skin. Mm -hmm. We gave some dairy-free solutions, um, eggs for breakfast with some fruit and nuts, our dairy-free protein shake, or our favorite oatmeal almond balls. Yeah, Yeah, so... And drinking a lot of water, especially in place of soda or energy drinks, is going to be so important for healthy skin. Um, So our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience a better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.